Did you hear that cat talk? Can we help you, dear? I sure hope so, Daddy, or otherwise I've come a long way for doodly-doo. Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business, the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And folks, I just want you to know I am doing exactly what I need to do today. I am (sighs) right on point. No mistakes. Perfect speedrun tactics. Mm hmm. Uh, I definitely did not forget we were recording the episode. Uh, I definitely did not get woken up by a text from Jordan asking where I was. No, that didn't happen. Okay. And I certainly didn't accidentally look up the English name of the episode. I mean, calling it an accident is a little generous because you basically said you were doing it and I kept yelling, don't do it. I I was trying to find the air date and end information. And unfortunately, all the wikis put all that information right next to each other. We should just do the part where you have to guess before you say that stuff. Well, I don't like doing that, Jordan. I like to be prepared for the show. How about that? How about that? You, you so we you don't, a, as we established today. I, I said I like to be prepared. I don't say I am. <laughs> ever. As, you know what? You know what? As what? many times as you've forgotten how we opened the show, which is you saying your name, <laughs> I think you can cut me a little bit of slack here. This time, not only did I watch the episodes, I also watched them in English, the dub, before we were actually supposed to record, so I've just been dawdling for an hour, playing with my son. Yeah, oh, 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 I'm real sorry. I'm real sorry I gave you the chance to spend some time with your children. <laughs> well, I would have had the same time just this afternoon instead of recording all afternoon. Whatever. So anyway, we're going to be watching episode 133 of Sailor Moon today. Uh, this is part of Sailor Moon Supers. It is the episode called Artemis is Cheating, Enter the Mysterious Kitten. Uh, and to help us talk about that, we have a returning guest, a fan favorite, a Sailor Business All-Star. Uh, Artley King Vasquez is back. Artley, how are you? Oh my God. This is exactly why we can't have nice things around you too. I just want you to know that. <laughs> can't have anything nice. No. Hi guys. How are you doing? Glad to be back. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, Artley? No. I, I just, I, I, I've been having a rough year so far oh here hold on let me, let me play my small violin for you please do i love small violin music <laughs> that's not an insult to me because i love small violins uh, they're called violas that's not where i was no. gonna go with that but okay that is not what they mean <laughs> so um, artley hello uh you you have been a guest on the show before uh this is how many times have you been this on? is my three p kind of <laughs> well I, that means you've been. This is your actual fifth episode. No, wait, sixth. Right, technically. No, wait, hold on. I did. I, I did R. No, it's gotta be fifth because we do two at a time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we do two at yes. a time. So if this is the third time you've recorded with us, yes, this is your right. fifth episode. It's, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I'm still tired. It sure is nine, and not ten thirty. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. According to this, uh, you were on. 
Let's see. Three feet of pancakes. Episode 70? Yes. Three feet of pancakes. Two cats, a wig, and a sailor fuku. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Another Luna and Artemis yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. And then you were back for, oh, Sneaker Woman, uh, yes. a.k.a. Wind of Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were back again for, oh, wait, one more. Uh, I did the, uh, I, no such like puff pants. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And I'm sure just from so, those those titles, everyone can tell what those episodes were about. <laughs> well, Three Feet of Pancakes was the first appearance of Esmeralda. Yes. yes. So uh, that was a very, very fun episode. And if people want to hear about Artley's history with Sailor Moon, they can dip back in the archives at sailorbusiness.com mm-hmm. and uh, check out episode 73. Uh, but Artley, do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life that you'd like to share? Oh boy, do I. So it's been a very interesting few months. Not only have I has my Sailor Moon collection got extensively larger, but it's just been me going out and randomly collecting a bunch of Sailor Moon things, such as. So I got the Spiral Heart Moon Rod, the Proplica. It's nice. actually sitting in my living room now, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. What else did I get? I got both the um, the Sailor Saturn statue, and I got the Fig Art Zero uh, of Saturn, like her her crystal one. What else did I get? Um, for my birthday, I got a Sailor Moon coffee cup that my best friend got me. My husband got me a Sailor Saturn hat, and I'm pretty sure I put pictures up. And I was able to also get the Saturn Chibi Moon as well as Super Sailor Moon pop figures so it's my my collection is getting extensively larger <laughs> nice that's awesome see so artley this is not this is not judgmental it might sound judgmental but yeah. but bear with me for uh-huh. a moment uh-huh do you, do you like the Funko pops i do actually okay. i do they're, they're actually kind of cute to kind of like put up on my shelves and just kind of stare at i mean they like i have a few that i have signed um, of just like other the Funko Pops, but I didn't think I would get into it as much as I have, but now I can't stop. Uh, they're very divisive, is why I ask. Yeah. Yeah, they, they can be. <laughs> some people hate them, some people love them, and then there's the one, then there's me who I just go and find the exclusives. Uh, so do you have like just like, do you just get like the Sailor Moon ones? Is that. No, I have a lot actually. I have uh, th- I have a lot of the Sailor Moon ones. I have the Darkwing Duck ones that I got signed a few uh, at my in Boston. I think I have a few of the Hanna Barbera ones, like Penelope Pit Stop and stuff like that. I just I think if I think it's the ones if I seen them, I kind of want them. Hmm. I'm very picky when it comes to them. I don't know See, why. That's that's the other thing. Like I feel like no, like very few people have one. Yeah. You know, like like you you buy one and you're like, oh, this is cute. You put it on your shelf and then you wake up and there's like a tower of them <laughs> looming ominously in your living room. And they're all just staring at me with their dead eyes. <laughs> their dead circular eyes. I ha- we have a we have a tuxedo mask one that was uh, that was bought at for the for Darian's um, uh, shower, like baby shower. Rude. That's adorable. Why why did you say rude? Because someone bought a Tuxedo Mask I think it's it's a very insulting action. No, he's named after him. A and B. It was like it was part of like the like the party themed decorations. There was like somebody was a little too cheap for a figure arts. Sounds like I already have that. Someone already got me that, Chris. 
Well, you need to, you need two. You don't want him playing with yours, <laughs> but you don't want babies playing with figures. Now he's probably okay. not going to play okay. with the Funko Pop. Take two on that joke. Take two on that joke. Someone was a little too cheap to spend the money at the cra- uh, Crane Game, the Crown Game Center. Oh wow! And get that uh, licensed plush tuxedo <laughs> mask that exists, or that in the world of Sailor Moon. There's a well. The, you remember remember the time I saw? I, don't, I think we talked about this. The time I, I saw the little cute plushy future king endymion in his purple suit in a store and i was like i can't believe anyone would make that buy this buy it. <laughs> did you buy it no 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 um speaking you of adorable it. things for my baby though uh we are as you mentioned doing an artemis episode what in the time i was waiting uh we took this picture that i just sent over uh, i'm wearing my lunar shirt and darian is wearing his uh homemade artemis shirt that we had made at his baby that. shower it was adorable <laughs> That's that's pretty adorable. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. So, uh, Artley, any other any other Sailor Moon stuff going on? Probably, but I can't remember. That's that's like that's a big list I got. So, if there's anything else, I'll probably let you guys know. But yeah, tell us, tell us a, next week. That's a tease yeah, for next week. Is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, I guess we can just go ahead and, and dive into the episode, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Yes. This week, we are going to be watching episode 133 of Sailor Moon Super's Artemis is Cheating. Enter the Mysterious Kitten. Uh, and I think I've, I've figured out that anytime there's a question mark... Like much like if there's a question in a news headline, the answer is always no. <laughs> yeah. Like if there's a question mark in a Sailor Moon episode title, the answer is always no. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have just told you they don't. They are, they've told us they don't mind spoiling right. things. Right. <laughs> yeah. Artemis is cheating. No. A handsome boy. Mm, strike one. <laughs> Uh, this episode was written by Megumi Sugihara, directed by Harume Kosaka, animation director was Mari Tominaga, and it originally aired on April 29th, 1995, and I saw the Cloverway title, and I have to say, I approve of this one. Okay, you shouldn't, and here's why. Because they've done that joke before. Wait, have they? Okay, yes. okay, wait. First of all, Artley, do you know the English title? I do. Okay, so we all know it, so there's no guessing. No. No. <laughs> No, there isn't. We can all try to top it, maybe, but tell us what it is, Chris. Uh, The English title from our pals over at uh, the Cloverway Dubbing Corporation. I don't know what Cloverway actually is. Honestly, I know they put out these episodes of Sailor Moon. Is Much Ado About Kitten. Okay. Uh, Yeah, they did an episode called Much Ado About Babysitting with Baby Jordan in it. Yes. Yes, they did. (laughs) Wow. Okay, then, yeah. Well, okay. They should not have gone back to that well. <laughs> it's not that deep of a well. It really is. I mean, admittedly, that was like 50 episodes ago. Like, that was – and in the timeline of the American release of the show, that would have been like four years ago. Oh, yeah. It was a different company. It was a different – everybody involved was different. But, but still. Still. Yeah. <laughs> pay attention. Uh, no one, got the, no one so, got the notes over saying, oh, wait, haven't we done this before? I don't know. Let's do it again if we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's funny is that was a baby-centric episode, and this one has also has to do with babies. Ba- baby yeah. cats? Yeah. This one has this one has very little to do with babies beyond that. This in one fact, involves paternity. <laughs> it involves paternity. That's true. Uh, settle this one on Maury. Uh, I think. No, yes. let's not say we did. 
<laughs> so do, do you want to try and come up with better titles jordan do you have one in mind uh oh geez no uh, let me think of one um artley do you have one is artemis a deadbeat or mysterious kit in the <laughs> yeah 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 deadbeat cat is pretty good but no that's <laughs> deadbeat cat exactly <laughs> um yeah i don't know i say we just stick with mine and go and go with it all right deadbeat cat is is pretty solid yeah. um <laughs> i mean al- also you could call it tiger's eye tries to murder a nun because <laughs> uh, that seems there, like it's a slightly more pressing problem how about tiger's eye murders a nun question mark <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a question mark if it actually came close to actually happen but it doesn't happen <laughs> so that's why it's a question mark <sighs> moving <All right>. on <laughs> so we open our episode uh with <sighs> questionable intent yeah so so an adult man is in a teenager's bedroom Doing with homework a, with her. With, with a five-year-old. <laughs> just just helping some homework. Just you know, helping with some homework. Because, you know, he probably remembers it from when he was in school 30 years ago. Okay. Homework. Is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? Homework. Okay. And then, again, like, Usagi and Chibiusa start basically having an argument over who's dumber. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but... No, because no. See, actually, uh, this is one where I, I actually I have to give credit to Rini because that's not quite true. <laughs> because Rini is asking for help because she is a child and is still learning things, and it's only Usagi who is playing really, really. Jordan, dumb. I have some bad news for you. Usagi is also a child who is still learning things. <laughs> no, but she's she literally holds a book up upside down and is like, "Help me with this," and they're like, "That's you that's upside down." She's acting like an idiot. On purpose. I don't think this is an act anymore. I'm starting to wonder about her. <laughs> I have questionable concerns when it comes to Usagi. You know, I, I like her. We all know that I like her. But I'm really starting to think she's doing this on purpose. At least I hope she's doing this on purpose. And if she is, I kind of want her to stop. It, yeah, like this, this is another one of those episodes where it, it, it's a lot more palatable if Hibiusa is jealous of Usagi than if Usagi is jealous of Chibiusa. Yeah. Because Usagi should be the one who knows how it works. What with her being older. Yeah. I do like that Memory's response to all this is to just, like, get exhausted. And, <laughs> like, because he's like, I've been dealing with this for 130 episodes. Yeah, I mean, he's sick of it. Yeah. Now, the the fun part of it is uh, Chibi's fantasy. Oh, her horrible fantasy. I want to talk a lot about Chibi's okay. fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then let's go, go through ahead. it. Let's go through it bit by bit. Go. You start it. Start us off. Well, Chibi says, uh, "You need to help me with uh, my homework because what if your future daughter does poorly in school?" Which is also such a weird thing to say, but is a very accurate mm-hmm. description of the events. Uh, and her and she's like, "What if I get teased by my friends and go astray?" And the mental image she has of being teased by her friends are a boy kicking yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. It's not really teasing. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think the girl is pulling her hair. Is the girl pulling her hair? Yeah. The, girl the girl's her pulling hair. her hair, the boy is kicking her, and I don't know why, but I thought it was Momo and Kyusuke, but they're wearing different outfits and Momo's hair isn't in a tight bun. Who's that? Momo, her friend from the oh. um, kindergarten episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, there's a, another, and Kyusuke was the one who, uh, again, in the Momo episode, who was making fun of her name. Yeah. In the flashback. 
I also like the. I'm looking at it now, and yeah, the girl is just has like a fistful of odongo. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, and then she falls down a spiral. Yeah. And then she sits sadly petting a cat while two random people get married. Yes. Yeah, that's. It doesn't look like anybody we know. I mean, it looks like charitably. It, honestly, it looks like Motoki and Motoki's sister. <laughs> Okay. She doesn't know how any of this works. She's a child. She wants to marry her father. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So a couple things about this. First of all, in this fantasy, uh, Chibi is sitting there petting a cat on her lap. The cat is not Diana. Yes. The cat is not the cat we will actually be seeing later in the episode. Big missed opportunity. Big missed opportunity for foreshadowing. Yeah. Because it's not like you pay that much attention to the cat in this mm-hmm. scene right like so they could have just dropped that in it would have been funny and why is she imagining having another cat because uh, yeah no i guess maybe she's well i was gonna say maybe she's sitting there going i know cats die but then again do talking cats die like or do they live forever too who knows well, I mean, no they don't because they're alive a thousand years in the future <laughs> good point yeah oh, there God you go. damn it. i mean that's true but okay here's my second thing about this dream sequence when Chibiusa says, what if I do poorly in school, get teased by my <laughs> classmates, and go astray, the third frame shouldn't be, oh, and then I can't find anyone to marry, and I'll be lonely all my life. The third frame should be Wicked Lady yeah. showing up and murdering Usagi. Because uh, we know what exactly. happens when Chibiusa goes astray. You want her to wield that? You want her to constantly be like, uh, remember what happens if I'm unhappy at all, I will become you. Yeah. Exactly. Don't forget my birthday. <laughs> Because I will turn into a, a exactly evil sorceress monster. Not really a monster, <laughs> a sorceress with a very good dress. So the the last frame though is about how she'll be she'll live a sad, lonely life because she can't marry anyone. And huh? I love that they depict this sad, lonely life as her sitting around watching Sailor Moon. <laughs> It's her doing what we are doing right now. <laughs> it's literally calling us sad and lonely. Okay, first of all. Like you've you've got a cat. I've got the robe. I and I'm watching Sailor Moon. You know what? I'm I'm offended. I'm slightly offended by this. <laughs> no, the question. So she's watching Sailor Moon. Are they being recorded on their fights? Like so is, is Sailor Moon like a thing in universe? I'm confused. Not yet, but except for the merchandise, apparently. Maybe this is a maybe this is like a news broadcast of the you know how like the Queen yeah. does her Christmas speech yeah. in English. <laughs> Sailor Moon in Christmas maybe this is Neo Queen Serenity's well, Christmas so I, speech. No, she's not dressed as Neo Queen Serenity. She's dressed as Sailor Moon. So here's the problem no, I that's have. True. That's true. Shouldn't she be watching Sailor V first and then Sailor Moon? Ah. Maybe in the future everyone has forgotten Sailor V because Sailor Moon is so famous. Venus gets no love. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> so, so after this whole bit, Memoru's like, no, no, that's not what I want. And Yusaki pops yeah. up. Memoru just head down on the table. No, no, no. Right point. after the, the that bitch. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want you to, to be sad and lonely. And then Yusaki pops up and goes, even if you did well in school, nobody's going to marry you. <laughs> I... <laughs> Which is... A horrible thing to say. In the dub, they they make it a little bit nicer by going by having Usagi pop up and go. I happen to know doing poorly in school does not stop you from getting a boyfriend. It doesn't make it any better though. It truly <laughs> does not, and it's actually kind of hard for. That's a much better line though. That's a really good line for the dub. <sighs> yeah. Is it though? I mean, it is because Usagi does poorly in school and definitely has a boyfriend. 
a destined moon lover. Um, and also, it's really mean to tell your child, no matter what you do, you're going to be lonely forever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, this show just got really depressing all of a sudden. It's, I mean, it's, it's real. God. No lie. So then uh, Luna and Artemis walk in, and Luna is is kind of dunking on Artemis a little bit. She's like, yeah, he found a girlfriend. Uh, because, <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, this is where this episode gets weird. Because there's a hot nun in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this show has a, a nun fetish. Because of how how much everybody's like, oh, a nun, yeah? in this For this entire episode. I mean, she is pretty. I'll give her that. <laughs> she's she's I mean, got well, she's again. She's literally exactly as pretty as everyone else on the show. I mean, but she's got those really big green eyes. I mean, come on, how do you? Everyone get to- on the show has big eyes. Aren't Shut they? up! <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> Could gravy let me have this? I mean, no one ever says like. They're constantly talking about, oh, somebody's in love with this nun, or oh, I want to seduce this nun, or yeah, that nun really is good looking. And nobody ever goes, but she's a nun, so that's not happening. Right. Like everybody's just constantly like, yeah, nuns, nuns, oh, <laughs> which is weird to me. <laughs> I, uh, she's also the only nun we see. That's fair. Does she live at this church by herself? Like, usually there's multiple nuns in a situation together. If Sister Act has taught me anything, yes, there's always more than one nun going around. And also they can sing and dance. Just saying. So they have a little flashback where they see that they were walking by a church together. And uh, this nun came out and turned around and did a glamour shot. (laughs) (laughs) And Artemis was like awestruck and had his eyes were like watering. And he was like, ah. And so Luna is making fun. And everybody else joins in. And although everybody else is kind of like, awesome. You're in love. That's awesome. And and Narini's like, yeah, that's great. And then Mamoru is like, yeah, she's really good looking. (laughs) Yeah. You have good taste, yeah, Artemis. Yeah, because that's the thing. Yeah, that's a perfect thing to say around your girlfriend standing right next to you. He's like, oh, yeah, I've got the hots for the nun. Why not? What? Ugh. It's pretty weird. I will say, they do give the nun, when she turns around, like a uh, like a different background. Yeah. They give her the glamour shot background. But they don't give her the uh, Michiru and her uh, watercolors, which I kind of wish they had. Yeah, that would have been nice. Only, only, that's only reserved for those two. So cut to Time Travel Lake. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's it the truly time is. travel pond. For a like one second scene where you see something happened and then a bush rustles the end. <laughs> so this makes me even matter about the cat in in Chibi's fantasy because this means they're not above foreshadowing it because we all know what happens at that pond. That's <laughs> the pond where people come back from the future. It's you know what's so funny about this scene and I don't know uh, Jordan if you saw it in the the dub, but there's like a little bit of dialogue where it says they really need to soften the landing. When they were in this, yeah, I'm like, yeah, in the dub, yeah. So, so this has happened before. I, I mean, besides Chibius and obviously the obvious, you know, in, insert character here, but there's no other place that apparently the time door opens to except time time door lake. <laughs> it almost op- no, it just that's just it where it almost goes. opened in the middle of Tokyo one time on those stairs. Oh yeah, but then but it, it didn't, didn't work. <laughs> 
It probably it probably didn't work because it wasn't delayed. <laughs> it wasn't. That's right. So um, so is that so is that the clue to time travel? Is that you know Pluto knows exactly where Time Door Lake goes? Like so, you stand at the lake, you shout, you know, you shot to the key, and it brings you to the Time Door. I is that guess. where it, it, it is a thousand years in the future? Then you walk through sense. the wind, and then you walk through the wind. And then you meet up with a uh, sailor that Pluto. Poor cat. And Tilpita's like, go right through. I'm not supposed to be guarding this door. Cats hate having things blow in their faces, so that must have been really hard for Diana. Well, Diana would have had a tailwind. Oh, that's true. (laughs) It would have been blowing up her butt, which cats don't mind as much. (laughs) As evidenced by by this show. Oh, God, please move on. (laughs) So um, Luna's Luna's hanging out with Chibi and Usagi after... uh, Memoru uh, tells Memoru them, like, leaves. you have homework to do. I'm leaving. You better get your work done. Memoru gives them a homework <laughs> assignment for his tutoring, which is a power move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, but then the weird part is he takes Artemis with him, which I was like, why is – I mean, maybe he's going to walk by Mina's house or something. But, like, yeah, he's just like, I'm going to take Artemis. Weird. Which is, all, which is also very weird because we know that, like – Artemis can just go there. Yeah, like no. Art- like Artemis knows the way. I, the cats are always out running around by themselves. Maybe there's there's like a new leash law in the Juban district. <laughs> he they don't put cats on leashes. They don't even wear collars. That cats. is true. That's true. They probably should. Yeah. <laughs> they can just tell people where they're from. It doesn't matter. Point is, uh, he he leaves to comfort Artemis, and uh, and the girls start talking about how why why Artemis is upset. And they're they're saying it's because the because the love of his life, Luna, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't understand where he's coming from and is making fun of him. And Luna is like, "What? What? No, no! Like that's not a thing. We're we're not a thing." Yeah, I've got a I got a big fat green cat that I'm. You know, with. <laughs> I got I got a man. His name is Red Butler, aka oh, Hercules. God. Are we bringing that up up again? Okay, that's fine. No, no, I am only ever about two seconds away from bringing up that episode at any given time. Great episode, but again, uh, not her actual love interest. No, but she's actually sitting there going like, "Oh man, maybe I was too hard on him." Because yeah, because they just are going on about yeah, Luna Luna's really mean. Luna doesn't care. You know, he's obsessed with her, which is true. Right? right. They're they're not an item. They're not an item. Well, no, I mean the part about Luna being mean and I cold. Mean, she, oh. she is. No, she she is. She's trying to shape them up to make them. Hey, stop being that. You're going to get fat. You get a picture of what you look like when you get fat. Oh, Artemis is like that too. Don't forget. No, Artemis is also like that too. I was like, both the cats are assholes. And, and, and that's fine because these are the two that we're stuck with to the end of time, even a thousand years in the future. But to be fair, Luna can be a little harsh in her advice. And Artemis is just a little bit more passive. In his, you know, backhanded compliments. I don't know. So, so, so Memoru and, and Artemis are walking along and Artemis is totally bummed. And he's like, oh man, she was so mean to me. And Memoru's like, yeah, you don't go gawking at other ladies right in front of the girl you like. And he's like, this That's conversation not- is insane. <laughs> okay. So can I bring something up? And I, when I was rewatching this, yep. I wanted to scream. So I was rewatching the scene, and I don't know if you guys saw it, but James posted a picture of Artemis and Tuxedo Mask uh, looking like hobos. This scene is exactly what <laughs> I thought of 
thank you, James. I totally appreciate that because this made it so much more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> this entire conversation, like, like, this is a man telling a talking cat mm. from the moon, mm-hmm. hey, I know why your cat girlfriend got mad at you. It's because you were looking at a human nun. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> bananas. You got caught looking at another woman next to your woman. And he's 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 literally making it sound like, dude, if you're gonna do it, you gotta kind of side eye her. I'm like, oh, somebody's gotta somebody's gotta Photoshop that meme to have Artemis and Luna in the nun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan, that's gotta be the episode art. You just signed up for doing that. What? I don't make episode art. I just screenshot. Well, you're gonna have to do it now because you you put that out in the world. <laughs> First I think person to do it gets a cookie it. from me. There you go. That's much better. I like that idea. <laughs> gets a virtual so, cookie. Like a virtual. I can't, like it's so because the because look the implication is that <laughs> Luna that Artemis at least is like sexually attracted to human women. Well. Hold that thought in your mind for a couple of years until all the movies come out. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, so oh, yeah. Is this that uh, princess princess Kaguya. Yes. Uh, story. Yeah. Kaguya. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, boy. so so they're walking along, and Artemis is like, "No, no, man, you're getting it all wrong." And he's about to explain himself, presumably, when all of a sudden they hear someone yell out, "Father!" And a little gray kitten jumps out of nowhere. Oh, by the way, am I wrong? Is she wearing a collar? She's wearing a bell. A bell collar. And yes. A bell. And she is not gray. She's lavender. Yes, we're doing this. No, she's 100% gray. I'm looking at the shot right now. It's gray. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not arguing this. She is lavender. and And I have my theories, but I'll get to that later preposterous gray so anyway the little gray cat jumps out and she's like father and artemis and memorial are like did that cat just talk <laughs> which is great because the talking cat is incredulous about right. a talking cat and so they go uh hi i'm diana father nice to nice to see you and uh i don't think she does in the dub but in the in the subtitle uh, original subtitle she does oh, okay and uh, he's like, I don't think uh, I'm your father. And she's like, No, no, you are. Uh, Mom told me to to come and go straight to you, and and uh, here I am. And it's that moment that Luna shows up, burning with the flames of hell, <laughs> in fury. It's true. It's hilarious. Now, like guys, I think we need to talk a lot about this. <laughs> Because she's like, not only are you gawking at this nun, you have a kid. Now, there's two options here. And I want to know, I mean, I guess I think I know which one she thinks is true. But both of them are fucked. Mm -hmm. Because the first option is Luna is thinking that he had a kid with this nun. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really, really weird. No. Well, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Here's what's the uh-huh. weirdest part of this. I think the implication is that that's how you get a talking cat. What? No. 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 Like, gotta be yours. She's the cat who talks human language. Well, so does Artemis, though. 
Yeah. Well, we look. Do you, hey, do you know how we got Luna and Artemis? <laughs> well, fans have told me they're from a cat planet, apparently. But well, I, yeah, I was okay. going to say I know how, but I read the manga, that's so I'm staying out right. of it. <laughs> but but the other option is that again something we discussed during the the Red Butler episode, I think, where where he talked about like how wrong it is for a talking cat with sentience to have sex with a non-talking cat. <laughs> so the idea that he's just is like. You know what? These dumb animals. Like, I've got my urges. I'm doing this. <laughs> That's the only thing I could. First of all, it would make sense for Artemis to may possibly find another female cat and reproduce. It's horrible. Shut up. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, there's only so much abuse he's going to take from Luna. Let's be completely honest. We all know what's going to happen, but. They're, they could have been on a break. Then what? No, they, like that's. I think it's terrible. I think it is. I mean, I, I, like I think it it would count as bestiality for Artemis yeah. to have sex with another cat, which is a weird thing to say because they're both cats. But I still think it is. Well, I can't unhear that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> for fuck's sake, Chris, you want to weigh in on this? I am assuming. No. <laughs> Chris is like, I am out. I am out of this. I am completely done. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Even for Japan, I am done. <laughs> so it's just, it's just. The implications are bad no matter what. Because it, it implies that Artemis had intercourse with another cat that's not Luna. Or he had sex with a human. Because yeah. if they're from another pl- like if they're from another planet, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, okay, it's not weird for Superman to have sex with Lois Lane. No, it is, is it not. not? It's not. No, it's not. anatomically, okay. it is not. <laughs> no, because I mean, like, he's not like a like a. I mean, he's got powers, but he's not like a higher being. And anatomically, I, it's not incorrect. Moving on. I mean, that is. <laughs> That is debatable, you know, like, like depending on your, your version of Krypton and whether or not they're like hyper evolved, like, uh, but like, it's not, it's not weird. So would it be weird? Like, but it would be weird for Luna and Artemis. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the difference is that like Superman and Lois Lane are both sapient. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, Like, whereas, but at the same time. Rhett Butler clearly has complex emotions. So cats on this show clearly have <laughs> complex emotions. You know what? They actually, don't have language. It's a little bit like the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Yeah, like that is. he goes to this planet where there are feral humans and he's like, yeah, I'm going yeah. to do it. Okay. This one. <laughs> I, I, I'll concede to that. <laughs> but but well, that's weird. <laughs> how is that weird, though? Because they're basically monkeys at that point, and you shouldn't have sex with monkeys. It's the bestiality conversation all over again. I thought we got over this. <laughs> this show keeps being so complicated with its sexual relationships. <laughs> is that what Super S is? Super weird sexual stuff? Between Chibusa and a horse and Artemis and a human. I mean, let's, yeah, yeah, it is. Please don't, please don't tell me we're going to have to have this conversation again about a horse. <laughs> Okay. Um, here, I'll change the subject a little bit. Uh, here's a, here, a good line from the dub. Diana shows up and Artemis says, can I help you? In his Artemisy voice. I can never do an Artemis impression yeah, again because I did the perfect one. <laughs> yeah, you did. And the next time I do it, it's not going to be as good. Uh, 
Um, and she replies to, can I help you? I hope so. Otherwise, I came a long way for doodly do. Yeah. I don't know what doodly do is, but it sounds like really, really wrong. So, yeah. So this is Diana. She is grayish lavender. Uh, she she so, literally just looks like Luna and Artemis mixed together. Yeah. And yet no one comes to that conclusion. No, no one who has... They have just finished hanging out with uh, two people and their daughter from the future. Right. Yeah, but how often can that happen, really, right? I mean, well, at least twice, <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> so Luna uh, is furious over this. She draws back her claws, whams Artemis. Uh, you, it actually looks like it cut his face, but it's hard to tell. It could just be a, a scratch. Um, no, that's a cut. And then she... <laughs> And then she runs off, and then he runs off after her, and then Darian is left staring at this cute little kitten. I do, I do really like that Artemis is like, this is some kind of mistake, and Luna's like, it talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's accurate. So then we cut to the Dead Moon Circus. And again, the train is going by, so people on their way to work are like, hey, is that a, is that a giant like city block size circus still like are they doing shows well and and guess what the show tries to trick you about that because when you cut to inside you hear thunderous applause and so i'm like i'm like oh maybe they are doing shows but apparently that's just a sound effect i don't know (laughs) there is no audience so uh they're doing some tricks tiger's eyes doing his his whip moves yeah he can uh, whip nothing it's pretty amazing on a ball he can crack a whip yeah, it's very difficult. Is it? No, it's not. No. Yeah. Balancing on a ball with high heels on is impressive. Whipping a it whip is not. Is not. Well, uh, then Hawk's Eye breathes fire. Which and is pretty does, like, awesome. some sweet cheerleading jumps. Yeah. But it's a herky out. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, breathing fire is pretty hard to do. But, eh, I'm not impressed. Especially when there is no visible source of flame. Yes, yes, yeah. You, I've seen people blow fireballs, but there's usually a little lit thing right. in front of their mouth, so yeah. So, Madame Zirconia shows up. Hey, guess what? Yes. I also learned something about that today when I was watching what? the dub. Okay. In the original dub, Zirconia's a dude. Yeah. They apparently didn't want like, it. Look, how many gender changes have we seen in this show? Truthfully. Between gender changes, sexuality changes, this is just another one of those things that they thought Americans could not handle. But like, but like, usually it's because they're going, this character is too effeminate. Like, we don't want the idea mm-hmm. of a super effeminate man or a man who's going to get in a relationship mm-hmm. with another man. So they'll change it to a woman. This one, it's just, I, it, this, this woman is old and ugly. She has to be yeah. a man. That's, <laughs> I mean, to, like, to be fair, I missed that her name is Madame Zirconia in the first episode. And when we recorded, like, I, uh, misidentified her so like th- it could sure. be a weird assumption being made but you would think the word madam would be the tip off well and, you, and again like i assume that the people making the dub are not watching the episode once and then writing a quick script i'm assuming they have are you some sure? research uh, are you sure? I, was, I was gonna really say like you positive well no hardly <laughs> this is something you might know um mm-hmm. but is I, I know that the japanese language doesn't have mm-hmm. like uh gender specific right uh pronouns so like it's it's one of the reasons that like samus aaron's identity and uh sifa Belnades's identity in castlevania 3 yeah. were like able to be kept a secret until the end of the game right. 
um did is like madame zirconia is that like a translation thing to give her a title like queen barrel or or is that something that's in the original no so actually in this and i had to remember back to my old um fan dubs fan uh fan translations but her they call her it's basically she's zirconia sama which is just the you know gender this like a non-gender uh pronoun however Later on in the series, there um, uh, there's going to be once they do the switch off, they call her Zirconia uh, Oba- Obaba, which is you know what they use for grandmother. So technically, she is a okay. a very oh. very old woman, very old woman. <laughs> but they say in a kind of der- not so, like a derogatory, you know, like that like old bag kind of deal. Oh, nice. <laughs> So she shows up and kind of echoing back to uh, a couple episodes ago, all of a sudden she's actually concerned about what they're doing. Uh, and it's like, uh, are you guys on this Pegasus thing? Remember when I said I was going to like kill you? Cause yeah, I still could. That, it still happened. <laughs> too, yeah, too many people are nothing but talk these days. She says to them <laughs> about themselves. Yeah, because she's basically making it sound like you guys have a lot, like, you're over here messing around. Shouldn't you be doing your job before I end up killing you eventually later down in the series or something? I mean, <laughs> do some work. Like, come on, guys, you watch the show, what? right? You know how this yeah, works. <laughs> too many fuck-ups and somebody's got to go, and it ain't gonna be me. Uh, so we cut to the Sentry Bar. That's what I'm calling it now, because I think I have cracked the code. It doesn't say Sentry, but sure all right. Um, they're sitting around. There's no tea, and they're like, they're like, why aren't there any pure young women around? So already, it's gross. And then they find a picture of a extremely pure and proper young woman. Uh, and then Hawk's Eye is like, I don't think you can handle this one. Gross. Tiger's Eye is like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go seduce this nun completely unnecessarily. Well, he also does a pretty good quote where he goes the higher the mountain the more exhilarating it feels when you conquer the summit (laughs) are these the biggest creeps we've ever had on the show oh yeah like by far right well and 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 and, and they've been they've honestly they've been ruined for me by us talking about it so much because especially when i when we talked about the fact that it's a hundred percent pointless it they don't have to seduce anyone they don't have to it's literally all by choice and it's still gross and creepy he could just walk up to her and go hey how's it going one two three bam <laughs> like let's look in this mirror there's nothing that said in order to like bring out the the, the dream mirror you have to right. be sexually aroused or anything like that they're just like uh we're I, like i honestly i think i've i think i have believe now that they're just like i'm gonna try to have sex with this lady first and that way, if she'll have sex with me, I'll do that. And then afterwards, I'll look in the mirror. And if she won't, I'll jump straight I to the mirror. I thought it was more about, like, con- I thought it was more of a conquest thing. Like, you know, it's like, if I can get this person to actually fall for my BS, it would be a hell of a lot easier just to go peek inside her mirror. That sounds really gross. But, but why is it, why would it be easier? Because the thing that they do to look in is magically binding them up. <laughs> Good point. We never see an instance of them going, yeah, yeah, just go ahead. Have a look in my mirror. <laughs> like, that never happens. It still sounds so gross and wrong, and I'll have no part of it. Yeah, stick your head into my beautiful dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, 
it's like they didn't want they didn't they they, they thought the subtext wouldn't be enough <laughs> sure it's sure. like okay so like she ties the woman down and then shoves their heads into their beautiful dreams uh but is there a way we can make it more clear <laughs> you know what to be fair this is still a better little love story than 50 shades of gray that's all i got to say <laughs> it's a better yeah, love story <laughs> wow okay so did we did we say they're targeting the nun yes. they're, targeting the, they're nun. targeting the nun um our next target is nuns oh god <laughs> and does, does she ever get a name nope she's just a nun she's just yeah, a I nun. Don't think so I don't think so. Sister, Sister oh, Mary no. Sailor Moon. Okay. Sister Mary Christmas. In the uh, original, so we cut to her doing what is this? The Lord's Prayer, yep. I think. Right? Lord's He's Prayer. doing the Lord's Prayer. Um, in the dub, they do not want to. Have oh, the absolutely Lord's not. Uh, apparently. So what so, she does? She's like, "Hey, God bless mommy and daddy." No, she's praying to God for a successful choir performance. Uh, that, that's how is that how is that better that, that god will make sure no one gets a gets a sore throat or anything <laughs> of that nature stuff like that i don't know well that's better because it's it's not particular like she's just like and she doesn't say god she's not like dear jesus like make sure we sing well she's just like you know she just says like make sure we sing well without saying the jesus part <laughs> i feel like it's okay to throw the lord's prayer in there if it's a nun <laughs> nope like, it's odd the things they change the episode with the nun mm -hmm. by the way good point mm -hmm. uh i noticed on wiki moon in the trivia they they say that in the polish version of sailor moon they skip this episode i wonder why now i I don't know if it's because of the nun, but I did sit there going, wait, so in the Polish version of Sailor Moon, a gray kitten just shows up and everybody yeah, is like, much. yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you never see, you never see her getting here. You yeah. just are like, yeah, there's a, okay, yeah. hi. Why not, man? Why not? It's like the dinosaur episode. Nobody ever saw it, but it still exists. <laughs> so right. Usagi and Chibi have decided to go to this church and to spy on the nun. This hot nun. <laughs> yeah, let's go see this. <laughs> A lot of conversation is getting around the Juban district about how hot this nun is. We better go see for ourselves. <laughs> and you know what? There they are. They're like, oh my god, she's so good looking. Rini says, I would like to make her my mom. Mm -hmm. And then Popley gets punched in the head. So from there, we cut to uh, the, best. the Aino household. And I've oh. had my complaints about Minako before. Yes, you have. Yeah. This is like the best Minako scene we have gotten on the show. Yeah. In, at, in at least a long time. And one of the things that makes it so great is that it's a very Minako scene mm -hmm. that you could not do with Usagi. At all. Usagi would not act like this. So what happens is Artemis walks in. He's like, oh, hey, Mina. And Mina stands there silently for like, I like I thought there was a Hulu problem <laughs> and the video had frozen. But it's just a dramatic pause. Yeah. M Minako is really... She's very extra. Yeah. With her back to him. Oh, yeah. Staring out the window. And she goes, Artemis, who is your master? And Artemis is like, um, yeah, we're actually just partners. <laughs> Assistant, you're the assistant to Neo Queen Serenity. Wow. So. Wow. <sighs> and so then she's like, partners, th then you wouldn't be keeping anything from me, would you? And then Artemis starts listing off his sins. <laughs> he literally just he is telling on himself. Oh, I'm like, right. dude, what haven't you done? 
sorry, I ate that cake. And Minako's like, I don't care about the cake. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so this is about when I broke that thing or, or my favorite or when I pulled down that ribbon and soiled it. <sighs> very weird. Like, it's very, like a cat can do that. A cat that can explain the action in those terms should not be doing that. <laughs> at all. At all. And no, it's none of those uh, things, obviously. Which is the point where Usagi would have, like, turned around and freaked out about those and forgotten the things she was initially mad at. But Mina quivers with rage. Yeah. (laughs) Which is epic. So Mina just got a call from Usagi uh, telling her that Artemis is now a father. Apparently a deadbeat father. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. She's furious over it. But she's got this, like, How could you not know you had a kitten? (laughs) She's got this, like weird like psychotic face of grin when she turns around it's literally like her face is just upside down like rainbows like her eyes are closed there's like a pulsating like you know that pulsating uh figure that they have in their heads it's like you are a father and you didn't tell anybody like how dare you (laughs) and then she blows up i mean how can you not know you had a kitten um i would assume most male cats don't really know they had kids probably not like they just go out and do it and then go home like that's <laughs> they don't have to bear the kitten they, they don't they don't form families there's a reason why the word tomcat exists so right <laughs> <laughs> so she she tells him artemis show some responsibility as a man in <laughs> go marry that nun that had your baby go marry that nun <laughs> i swear to god i went off the show right now <laughs> <laughs> with the man please so wait did you not request this episode I hate you guys so much I don't know what's talking about yeah Artly, I asked for this episode for, this for a one. different reason not to talk about Artemis and nuns <laughs> that's what the episode's about I can't stand either one of you right now <laughs> Uh, Alright, so uh, over at uh, Hikawa Shrine, the girls are having a meeting. They're trying to kill and, um, Luna. With diabetes. Yeah, because well, yeah, they're trying to feed her. Right. <laughs> they are trying to poison her and murder her. Your life is obviously not worth living, Luna. <laughs> oh my god. That's terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. What they're actually trying to do is be like, hey, you just went through a breakup. You're, you, you know, the guy you liked has a is deadbeat dad with a baby. So, you know, we're going to we're going to eat a bunch of junk food and and watch I don't know what, what like for me it was Power Rangers, but that's probably not what they're going to watch. It, it's probably Power Rangers for me as well, so. So yeah, let's let's watch a bunch let's watch a bunch of Power Rangers. Yeah, there you go. Let's watch Super Sentai there you go. here in uh in Kawa Shrine. I also like how all the other girls are explaining to Usagi that Luna and Artemis were a couple and Usagi who lives with Luna is like what? Well, no, because they're not. Luna is like, no, we guys, we weren't a couple. I'm here to train her how to be a queen. Like that's what I'm here for. I'm not. I'm not hooking up with Artemis. He does his thing. I do my thing. That's it. Uh, not according to some movies I saw. What? I'm just saying. Okay, what what cat porns <laughs> are you watching? <laughs> that's oh fucking god i can't stand you right now that's not what i meant you pervert then what do you mean i'm talking about the s movie that has not come oh is that the s movie i couldn't remember which movie it was is that is that hearts and ice or is that black dream no no dream hole technically would be um super s but it's hearts of ice technically but no there's 
No, I'm not going to say it. Anybody who saw the movie knows exactly what I'm talking about. I know you guys haven't seen it, and I'm not going to ruin it. But no, there's a... Uh, no, I'm keeping it quiet. How much is a TV with, like, a built-in VHS player? <laughs> like, do they make them anymore? I mean, that's the thing is, I feel like you'd have to get yeah, them. Of course they don't. I mean, let's, let's go on Amazon. Put me up with a TV with a VCR in it. Here we go. $300. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Really, three hundred bucks? Yeah, yeah. A, a, a Toshiba thirteen-inch uh, television that's a TV VCR combo is two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Oh, you can keep it. <laughs> no thanks. Well, the reason I ask is I've got Black Dream Hole and Hearts of Ice on VHS, VHS yeah. in this very room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. I mean, well, how much is a VCR? I mean, you also already have a TV. Yeah, but I couldn't hook up a. I don't think I can hook up a, a VCR to really. Yeah, to, to like a modern TV? Actually, my mom still has a VCR uh, DVD combo player at her house, and it hooks up to her, it's, her to, it's hooked up to her TV. No, most TVs, don't they have the, they still have the old? Yeah, they still have the old red, white, and uh, yellow. We just uh, don't outputs. use them anymore. Yeah. Inputs, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let me let me just look up VCR real quick. It looks like about (laughs) here's one for about a hundred bucks. Okay. First of all, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for no VCR. A hundred dollars for a VCR? Are you out of your mind? I'm not paying a hundred dollars for dead media. It's yeah. I know, but that's why it costs money. I mean, yeah. If it was, you could probably go to like a shitty, shitty, you know, uh, maybe a I don't know a junk shop of some sort and get one for cheaper, but like it wouldn't be guaranteed to work. That is very true. It's it, it's a dead medium, like you said. Right. I guess I'm just never gonna know. We're just about... gonna have to wait until Viz will get to it. I don't know why Viz isn't doing it. Like it seems like they did such a. It was so successful last time. I, I would have thought they would have fast tracked the next one. They're taking a sweet time with it. They knew we wanted too much. Well, is did S come out? Because the R movie came out. Did the S movie? The S no, movie. That's what we're talking saying. about. The S movie right? hasn't come no. out yet. No, there's no. It just says there's. They they bought the rights. That's the most recent news on it. Is they have the rights to do it. Uh, so let me ask part one, part two. It's not no, out, dude. It's yeah. Not, yeah, there's not a new uh, Viz version. Come on, guys, speed speed it up Quick, here. Tweet Viz. We want this movie. Well, at any rate, Luna is like we're not an item. You know, I'm just me. He's him. We got our own things. It's fine. We like to put labels on things. <laughs> And then they start talking. But then again, they just keep they, nobody's paying any attention to Luna. Everybody's like, no, uh, he's got a, girl, a a new baby now. So obviously he left you. And yeah. she's just like, God damn it. So back at the church, uh, Tiger's Eye shows up and just cr- just creeps all over. It just tracks a bunch of creep in on the floor. Just dr- just walks in with a big old <laughs> bag of creep and just like says, here you go. He walks up with the nun and he's like, I'm a sinner. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty bad. He he literally is like, hey, do you love the Lord? And she like, she loves the Lord the way that they showed Artemis loving the nun is the way they show her talking about the Lord. Like yeah, her eyes can really get like sparkly yeah. eyes, yeah. like big old sparkly eyes. Jesus, he's beautiful. He's so hunky. Like that you might as well be saying. She doesn't. He reminds me of my old senpai. <laughs> yes, <No>. exactly. <laughs> oh my god! And she's like, "Hey, and the Lord loves us all, and you should, uh, you should also love the Lord with all your heart." And he goes, "I'm a sinner," and then he like, you know, gives her the old one, two, three, and there we go. And, which again, 
there's no skill involved. They were like, I don't know if you can handle this. And he's like, oh, I can. I can definitely handle this. I can. What? Yes, you can walk up to her and say the words one, two, three. Well done. Which is weird because like what he does is he basically walks up to the nun and goes, hey, will God love me even though I've sinned? Which I have to like, I'm pretty sure that's the first thing they teach you in nun school (laughs) is that you go, yes. Pretty sure they do. (laughs) Right. Right. He doesn't do much of anything. Like, I'm not Catholic. I have not spoken to a lot of nuns, but I feel like that's, you know, it, it, in the Presbyterian Church where I was raised, <laughs> that's a pretty easy question to answer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's like, yep, good enough. I have successfully seduced this nun. Uh, awesome. Uh, and then that is. No, no. Wait, no. Then Artemis is yes. walking along down the street thinking about how wrong he is. Oh, you don't care? honestly we don't care wow uh yeah i don't because uh that's our act break jordan yeah if people want to support the show how exactly can they go about that how exactly Yes, exactly. How can they go about that? Log on to a computer. Uh huh. Open up a web browser. Uh-huh. I don't think it matters which one. Probably not. Uh, there's a website called Patreon. Opera. Opera. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Netscape, Netscape Navigator. Yeah. Netscape Navigator 3.1 <laughs> or higher. You might need a more recent one. It probably needs to be a relatively up to date web browser now that you mentioned it. Chrome. Yeah, Chrome will probably do it. Uh, go to the website patreon.com and before you finish typing in that address put a slash and put sailor business this is a website that very complicated you said exactly that's i guess that's true but you said before you finish typing in that address you don't do it before you finish typing in patreon.com no i'm saying you're i meant don't hit enter is what i meant like don't just go to patreon i mean go there it's cool but like we want you specifically (laughs) to go to the sailor business part uh and then sign up for patreon the way this site works is you sign up you support the artists you like. You support Sailor Business, for example, or uh, many other podcasts, uh, other musicians, other other artists, comic book makers. Many people who have been on the show have Patreons. Yeah. Uh, Artly, do you have a Patreon? Not yet. I'm working on it because I got a lot of projects in, in the works, but hopefully I'm getting there. Well, Artly's going to get there. Uh, I know Shannon yep. Maynard has a, a recently, relatively recently launched Patreon. We're on there, obviously. I'm on there for, for this and for the Kleidus Media family of podcasts like War Rocket Ajax and Movie Fighters. But yeah, odds are, if you enjoy someone's work online, they do have some kind of Patreon. <laughs> and and then basically you pay, uh, you give them a monthly uh I mean, fee is the wrong word, a donation, so to speak, and they'll be giving you things in return. Pledge. Pledge. That's the right word. Thank you so much. So for us, if you pledge a dollar a month, you get access to the Patreon feed. You get access to – what What do you get for a dollar? For a dollar, you get thanked on the show. Thanked on the show. Right. Uh, at the $5 level, you get access to uh, bonus content, uh, including like Ali's songs that she does for Xena Warrior Business. Uh, you can get uh, outtakes from the show – bonus episodes sometimes i think we do we occasionally do like special uh extra patreon content at 15 dollars, you get uh, a pin that was designed by katie donnelly and we've we've really 
we're really going back and forth on a couple of designs. We've had someone volunteer to do a design of an Axari Luna, which pretty awesome. is pretty choice. But uh, we've also almost figured out what we want to do for a Xena pin. And it? it's going to be saddle related. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? That would actually be kind of awesome. Do you think I didn't fight against no, it? No, it's awesome. You should do it. I would buy it. Basically, uh, you're we... saying you're going to do a penis pin. And? It's going to be the chakram hanging on the saddle. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You can yes. you can thank yes. Allison Stock. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. But, right. uh, <laughs> yep. Look right in. Tweet at us. Let us know if that's a thing you want because you might get it. But for right now, we just have the, the Sailor Business Tennis Ball Sailor Moon pin designed by Katie Donnelly, which is really good. You can get it for a monthly pledge of fifteen dollars. You can join these people who have uh, sent a little money our way since our last episode. Uh, people like Don. Thank you, Don. Uh, Daniel Paul. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Dion Baker. We appreciate it, Dion. Uh, and I believe that's it. So thank you to those folks. Thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you to everybody who's ever sent us any money. Yeah. Regardless of uh, whether they're current supporters, whether they're planning to come back soon. Uh, we appreciate all the support and uh, we're looking forward to continuing to do some good, fun Ooh. shows. <laughs> uh, all right. Do we have anything else to talk about here in the act break? Uh, depends if you want to start doing questions or not. Nope, let's not do that because uh, we definitely started on time today. Okay. The Super S stands for super weird sex stuff. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Absol- absolutely not. It absolutely does, Hartley. I'm afraid. Back at the church. Uh, Wait, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I just have to say the only reason that it doesn't stand for super weird sex stuff is because I know what happens next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is absolutely right. Okay, <laughs> go, go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, back at the church, uh, this gets like really intense. Tiger's Eye is like in costume now, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you're exactly the kind of person that Pegasus would hide in. And the nun is like, oh, like, like, please, God, help, you know, protect your humble servant. And Tiger's Eye is like, your God can't hear your prayers. And then, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. bonnet. Well, like, it's way too, it's also, like, way too intense. It's also weird because she does the vampire move. She does the uh-huh. hold yeah. up the cross to him. And then he pretends that it makes him weak. And then it's just like, psych, that doesn't work. I don't she's holding up the cross to him in the manner of a vampire i think she's holding it up and praying well he reacts to it like a vampire I he like reacts to the, the prayer yeah i, I think it's both. I, don't, I don't know he literally says you watch too many movies like yeah so vampire yeah so he hits her with the old one two three the mirror pops out but before he can stick his head into it uh here comes artemis with his 12 foot vertical yeah <laughs> Almost scratching Tiger's Eye's face. Almost. And giving us some time for uh, a Sailor Venus solo transformation, which we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. With Sailor Venus. I have a question. Yeah. How yes. far back was she? Go- How far back was she that she was following Artemis? Like, where did she actually come from? I think Artemis went back to get her. Yeah, that <laughs> must be it. Like, they, they okay. we know they're nearby-ish. He probably ran home and went... Stop giving me the cold shoulder. There's a monster. Let's go. Well, not a monster. Uh, Tiger's eye. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, and Minako, first of all, <laughs> first of all, um, 
we see the shadow of a cross mm-hmm. move across the ground next to Tiger's eye right. to catch his attention. That is not how shadows work. <laughs> shadows do not just move uh, in the absence of a light source. Yeah, no, the sun would have to be moving in order for that to happen. Right. I mean, it is, but you know that extra quickly. But then we do get like, uh, we cut to Minako leaning on the cross, who does not cast a shadow, mm-hmm. by the way. And uh, she gets a pretty good entry line. She goes, even a cat knows a villain when he sees one. Say hi to my cat. And then he goes, get out of here, ugly. <laughs> yeah, really. He calls her ugly. And she's like, what did you just say? He's like, what did you just call me? Stay out of this ugly. Um, in the dub, she says, uh, he says, uh, quit scolding you bleach blonde. <laughs> I wish I had the capability to write in that Sailor Moon dub style. Because it's a very distinct style. Yeah. That managed to survive two companies. Go bleach your roots, creep. Yeah, exactly. And doesn't she call him Benedict Artemis in the dub? Does, oh, that's does she? Good. That's wonderful. She does. Like, cause I think she like cause the proverb she gets wrong um in the in the sub. They uh, I think in the second half he says uh she calls him Benedict Artemis <laughs> and he's like, Oh god, why? So Sailor Minico is like, Hey, calling me ugly, unforgivable. Allow me to punish you with love. Super weird sex stuff. Yeah, I sort of I was half expecting him to be like, Sounds sounds good, I'm in. <laughs> so instead uh he summons this week's monster uh this week's lemire uh which is kurigumiko the kurigumi no kurigumiko kigurumiko the (laughs) kigurumi i don't know what that is basically the kangaroo boxer another boxing monster okay uh well she does she's not a kangaroo when she first shows up is she no, she's, she's just a circus performer. She's got yeah. like a weird little, like she's got like a weird little animal face. Uh, yeah. I think it's just a clown face. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's just a clown face. But yeah, she's a like a, a very normal, average, everyday clown lady. But she's going to be turning into a kangaroo in a second. Uh, first, Tiger's Eye has to backhand Artemis out of midair, which is pretty good. Yeah. And I love the exchange that the monster has with Miniko, where the monster's like, "Hey, do you like boxing?" Miniko's like, "What?" <laughs> It's like boxing, you know, like, like, like boxing. Do you like it? Oh, <laughs> apparently Kikurumi mean mm-hmm. mascot. Okay. So, I get that. so basically she's like a big headed mascot girl is what she's called. I yeah. can understand that because my high school mascot was a kangaroo. So I get it. So this is exactly, this is your high school mascot. Apparently this is my high school's mascot. Yes. We were the fighting kangaroos and I'm not proud of it. <laughs> do you like boxing? And she goes. I don't know. I've never tried. And then the monster goes, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then turns into Arlie's high school mascot. Yes. I hate all of you. Mine was uh, the, the Greyhounds. Did your, did your high school mascot have a name, Arlie? Actually, I'm trying to think. I don't think we had a name. I think we really just like the boys and girls high school kangaroos. Okay. Did they steal? But, but like, was there like a suit? That, that someone no. Wore? Okay. No. Thank God. Did they steal? Because <laughs> we had one. Oh, you we really? Had cocky. Yeah. Really? What was it? What was it? Yeah. What was it? Cocky. <laughs> the fighting <Okay>. cock. Yeah. <laughs> nice. God damn it. Gamecocks. Did... Like my high school and college no. were Gamecocks. But I know that, USA. but doesn't make it yeah, any we better. Got it. 
It doesn't make it any better. Did either of yours steal the the graphic? Because mine was the Greyhounds, and they just totally straight up stole the Greyhound drawing from the Greyhound company. That's extremely depressing, Jordan. <laughs> no, we didn't. It, we actually didn't have any um, merchandise with the kangaroo on it. We were just the kangaroos, and it was okay. Yeah, it was weird. Like we had a school mascot, but we never had a school guy. So, so this Tiger's lady eye shoves his head into the mirror. Wait, no, no, hold on. We didn't talk about like let's talk about this fucking monster. It's a ca- it's a lady Where? dressed in a kangaroo suit. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? To, like, how, like it's Chris, weird sex stuff. What more you do you want to talk of about? All people who want to talk about every stitch of clothing on the show don't want to talk about the giant pink kangaroo costume with boxing gloves and ballet slippers. Yeah, I mean, it's look, it's exactly a kangaroo mascot costume. <laughs> also, her face does change, which is weird. Because we said she was dressed as a, she had like a clown face, mm-hmm. and she still has a clown face, but it's a different clown face now. Yeah. That yeah. is weird. Her head is sticking out of the kangaroo's mouth. Yes. It's very weird. So Tiger's eye shoves his head into the uh, the dream mirror, makes untoward comments, does not find Pegasus, and bails, right? Bails. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess she has god dreams. I don't know. Also, I think he says he's going to kill her now, which is not like a a thing that he's done before. Yeah, he does. I'll be sending you to your beloved god. Yeah. It's like, it's like why did he get so intense? Uh, because she didn't want to have sex with him earlier. No, because she tried, she tried to, so. she tried to ex- uh, exercise him. The power of Christ compels you. There you go. So then. Artemis slashes you know, his hand. Yeah, and the monster is like uh, just a normal old kangaroo mascot monster uh, until she picks up Artemis and stuffs him in her pouch. And Artemis also gets a little kangaroo suit with boxing gloves. And she says, yeah, courage times 100. (laughs) Yeah, he can't control himself because he's in the costume now and dressed as a little baby kangaroo with boxing gloves. He is a Joey. A Joey, yes. Thank Thank you. you. A Joey. Uh um, so the Venus hits them with the love me chain and it hits the, the, the big kangaroo in the face, but Artemis also feels it and they go, yeah, he's linked now. Anything you do to the big one will hurt him too. That's, which is so unfair, <laughs> but it's a good plan. That's, it's just not right. <laughs> and then, and then you find out he also has to mimic her movements, which is super weird because that means Artemis actually gives Mina an uppercut to the face. Yeah. Yes. Which I personally Pretty like. Funny. Which you wouldn't think would be that hard. Well, it, it, but he, he it got is, a yeah. right in like the chin area. He's a cat. Yeah, I've been hit by my cat. It doesn't hurt that much. <laughs> it could have been a... <laughs> the claws are the it, bad part. You don't know that. And he you don't has... know how much force he has when he when he's, you know, tied to this kangaroo. Mina, it takes Mina off her feet. Yeah, I can pick up my cats and hold them, and then they push with all their might to get away. Like, they're not holding back, and it's just not that strong. But what if he has the power of the kangaroo? You know kangaroos can't Well, kangaroo? I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, you didn't think of that, did you? Ah! He's been kangaroo-powered. Kangaroos are horrifying. They are. <laughs> are they? That out there. They have, like, weird man torsos. I don't like it. The, the, the thing about their name is is bullshit, right? I think so. What thing about their name? There was the urban legend that their name means I don't know. Yes, that's somebody get on Snopes and look that up. It's this thing where they go, yeah. There was this, there's one of the. It's like I'm sure it's bullshit. It was that urban myth where they go, "What's that over there?" And they were like kangaroo, and and then later it was like, "Oh, that really just meant I don't know what that is." Oh God, uh, yeah, I think that I think that's bullshit. That's absolutely <laughs> bullshit. 
that does sound like bullshit. But who knows? We should probably verify that before we put it on the show. It says it's untrue. Yeah. Okay. It's untrue. Uh, so the rest of the scouts show up. We get the full transformation sequence for Usagi and Chibiusa. Jupiter is like, hey, I'm going to shoot lightning at it. And, and Ami's like, eh, maybe not the best idea. What about bubbles? Bubbles are very gentle when I no, want them to no, be. No, no, no. It would have worked eventually. Sure, Artemis would have probably been barbecued, but it, it would have worked. Yeah, nothing of value would have been lost. <laughs> nothing of value wow. would have been lost. Wow. Jesus. Do we really hate Artemis that much? Well, he, he obviously cheated on Luna with this human woman. <laughs> no, so. was, it was a misunderstanding. He's innocent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The kangaroo hits Luna because Luna's there. And <laughs> it doesn't just hit her. It hits her and then it bounces and lands yeah. on her, puts its entire body weight on her. Luna would be dead at this point, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Luna would be Luna would be a Luna pancake. <laughs> Uh, so Artemis is like no, and then like bites the pouch, yeah, uh, and is picked up and thrown out of the kangaroo. So Artemis is no longer wearing a costume and but boxing gloves. In addition, when he bites the kangaroo, we get some Looney Tunes style pain. Oh yeah, yeah. we get the mascot costume's eyes bulge out, but then the monster's tongue—it's yeah. very weird and upsetting. It's... Yeah, this is like some Roger Rabbit stuff, like when he like stubs his toe or some shit. Yeah, this is definitely some Tex Avery nonsense. <laughs> then Artemis runs over to Luna and he goes, "Pull yourself together." It's like, well, okay, well, she did just get stomped on by a giant yeah. kangaroo, but all right. Meanwhile, this entire time, Tuxedo Mask has been climbing a tree, <laughs> just doing fuck all, and also like has been carrying Diana in his hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's adorable. And we say Diana, because this is where Chibiusa goes, oh, hey, it's Diana. <laughs> no, but she did introduce herself earlier. She did. did she? Yeah. I forgot she said her name earlier. So she goes, oh, hey, it's Diana. And Diana goes, oh, what's up, small lady? <laughs> like, what the hell? And then apparently Diana knows that Chibiusa can summon Pegasus with Twinkle Yell. Yeah, I she don't know read, why, but apparently she, she does. This her first day on she, the job. She read the script. Yeah, that's what they've been show. Him, her, and uh, uh, Memory were just talking. He was like, "Yeah, they do this I thing they, now." Where I she, guess they do broadcast Sailor Moon in the future yeah. when she yeah. will be old. <laughs> that no, was a can't. fantasy. No, no, that's it's not can't. accurate. <laughs> so Pegasus shows up. We get Moon Gorgeous yeah. Meditation. Still looks amazing. Still the best looking attack uh, that we've ever had on the show. Uh, you think I so? just wish it was. I, don't know. I wish it's when it goes into the kaleidoscope. I, I like, wish it was a little different. I like that spinning one. Oh, moon from before. I liked heart attack. Just yeah, moon spiral heart attack was pretty great. No, I think moon gorgeous meditation yeah. is like up there with world shaking and deep submerged. <sighs> it's it's probably not as good as dead scream. Dead scream is probably still the you best. Just like the name dead scream. The animation yeah. in dead scream rules, dude. All right, all right. <laughs> anyway, monster dies. Monster dies. Yeah. So cut to a wedding, mm -hmm. and there's a wedding happening. Yes. We get the explanation. It's Artemis finally making an honest woman out of that nun. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The, 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 our crew is just standing uh, 50 feet away from a wedding, watching a wedding, um, and talking to their cats, by the way. And uh, Diana finally explains, yeah, I'm Luna and Artemis' uh, kid from the future, just like Chibi is y'all's mm -hmm. kid from the future. So there's a great moment, at, you know, this show is for babies. Yes. Uh, as you might recall. 
And there's a great moment where uh, Donna's like, yeah, oh, I got permission from Neo Queen Serenity to come back from the future. And when she says Neo Queen Serenity, Usagi points at herself. Yes, yeah, she does. It's like, oh, me. <laughs> yes. Which is very funny. Yeah. So, so this is where Artemis finally gets to explain himself, where he goes, I wasn't, I wasn't gawking lovingly at the nun. I was looking at how beautiful the church was and thinking, man, I'd really love to marry Luna in this church. <laughs> hey, guess what's even crazier than looking at that mm-hmm. nun? Is uh, the cat going, I will get church married? So, first of all, I feel like Artemis is getting way ahead of himself because he's literally like she is like yeah we're not even a thing and he's like yeah but what if we got married (laughs) um and then poor luna because this is the part where just fate grabs luna by the collar and says listen luna we just had a long conversation on this podcast about how creepy it would be if you had sex with a cat you've got one option and it's artemis (laughs) So get over it. That's who you're with. Time to settle, Luna. This is really <laughs> depressing when you actually say it out loud. Holy crap, Luna has no options unless she goes back to her home planet like Poochie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you, you, you can either have sex with this guy or nobody. Because you're not getting with any astronomists. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're not. I feel very left out of this conversation right now. I don't want to. So that's the end of the episode. It's time for us to talk about what we we learned. It's wait, time wait, for Sam's episode. Wait, wait. Um, I mean, technically, no, that's the end. That's the end of the episode. No, no is it? There's actually one last part, and I think I know what I think I know what Jordan's thinking of. Well, you first. You first. So at the end, you know, Artemis is looking at Mar- Mamaru. He's like, "Yeah, now I kind of know how you feel," and he's like, "Uh." Yeah, what, what was it? They there's there, so there's two versions. There's the one in Japanese where he's yeah. like, "Oh, let's go out and hang out," you know, kind of bond over the fact. Get drinks. Yeah. Let's go get drunk. Let's, and let's drinks. go get drunk and talk about how my fu- my future daughter and uh, wife are actually here in the present time with me, and I can't get out of this. And then there's the English version, which makes Mamoru look like a bigger creep than he already is. No, yes, that's a. Da- it's a. Da- I think this is a dad joke. I don't think this is a creeper joke. I think he's making a dad joke. It doesn't uh, Artemis says, <laughs> Artemis says, "Do you have any advice?" And, and Mamoru says, "Agree with everything they say, even when they're wrong." Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> That says a lot about Mamoru as in, in general, but maybe maybe it's just because I, you know, as a married woman, my husband does the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I feel a little patronized, and I don't know how I don't like this. <laughs> Sure. So it's time to talk about what we learned from this episode. It's time for Sailor Business Says. Uh, Artley, we will start with you as our guest. What did you learn from this episode? I learned that I'm so sick and tired of you two talking about bestiality when it comes to the show. That's it. (laughs) Hey, do you think we want to be here? Do you think that's where we want to (laughs) be? Only one of us requested to talk about this episode. Yeah. We, we, look, we locked ourselves into this uh, four years ago. First of all, Years ago. First of all, the main reason why I wanted to talk about this episode was to talk about Luna's coloring and finally get this whole what, what? color is Luna thing. No. Black. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Jordan, what did you learn? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I learned that uh, if you really want to impress all your friends with your, your prowess, you have to seduce a nun. Yeah. Because the higher the mountain, 
the more impressive the view from the summit or whatever it was, the more exciting. The... Anyway, gross and disgusting. You're... What about you, Chris? Uh, I learned that if you truly believe in the Lord and uh, you, you say your prayers and eat your vitamins, uh, he will, in his infinite wisdom, send you a reincarnated immortal space teen to uh, throw laser chains at all of your enemies. So I am on my way to a church to rededicate my life right now. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, all right. Okay, that's fine. Now, partly, I will talk about the coloring in a second, because apparently this is the episode you chose for that to happen. <laughs> She's uh, black, and the cat, the kitten, is gray. Like this is the weirdest thing. Okay, what's the weirdest thing Artemis wants to do in this episode? Is it get married in a church, uh, make out with a nun, or go drinking with Mamoru? What bar is Mamoru going to go to? <laughs> where he's like, yeah, uh, I'll have like two shots, one for me and one for this talking cat. <laughs> oh, okay. that's, that's a joke setup. They can go and drink in Mamoru's apartment, you know, when Usagi and Chibisa aren't barging their way in. No, I think it's going to be, it's one of those, like, a guy, a tuxedoed man walks into a bar with a white cat and, nope. and like, bets the bartender or something or... <laughs> It's one. It's one it's, of those jokes. He, he's gonna go to gonna go to uh, Crown after dark. <laughs> Hang with Motoki. All right. So Artley, let's talk about these cats. Okay. So I know as for as long as you guys have been doing this podcast, always been the debate of what color is Luna? Is she black or is she purple? I get. So I get that. However, what if there is a third option? What if Luna is actually a a type of indigo coloring? where she's a really dark purplish blue. So I was looking up the color indigo because I like I think the last time you guys had this conversation, it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, in some frames, she kind of reminds me of a dark blue. So I was, I was looking it up, and apparently there is a, uh, like in the spectrum of indigo, she, you can have dark purplish tones that can kind of mend into black. So... What's to say Luna's not indigo color? Hence the reason why we have a grayish lavender cat. Yeah, I just don't think the cat is lavender at all. I just think she's 100% gray. Okay, fine, fine. You know what? If we're going to do this in the manga, technically she is gray. However, when it translates to to animation, you obviously can't have a gray cat because maybe no one's going to get the reference. But because of all the inconsistencies in the coloring... Why don't we go indigo? And the only reason why I think she might be indigo is because it it, it kind of took me back to the old Rainbow Bright cartoon where they actually had a color character uh called Indigo who was a dark skinned girl who wore purple. So I'm like, hmm, this makes sense. And technically, I think Toei Animation uh, uh did assist with the coloring and uh, drawing types for Rainbow Bright. So. How come that's not an option? Just saying. Yeah, I still think she's great. <laughs> well, then go for How's that? <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Here I am trying to put. Here I am trying to put. You know, give you my knowledge, and this is what I do. I get shot down. You know what? No, that's fine. Uh, listen. It's fine. I, Everything's fine. I, I mean, again, <laughs> it's. I think we all know that Luna is meant to be black, but. They color her purple so you can see her sometimes. And sometimes, sometimes it's dark blue, like you said. And sometimes it's, and the same is, I think, true with 
Diana in that when they color Diana, I'm like looking at lots of pictures of Diana. A lot of times the shadowy parts of her, the dark, the d- darker parts are kind of a purplish color. Right. But again, I think that's just to show like shading and stuff. And and even there on Chris, the pictures I'm seeing from Crystal are just uh-huh. totally straight up gray. Um, they oh, don't yeah. even do the the. Yeah, Crystal's the only one that got it right. Right. There, there is something that supports Artley's theory, which is that Jordan doesn't know. About. Oh, I don't. What is it? Sailor Luna. Oh, Sailor Luna. Yes. Sailor Luna has blue hair. Yes, she does. Right, right, yes. right, right. I saw pictures of her at some point. Let's see. Sailor Luna. For those of you who don't know, Sailor Luna, I, I wish I didn't know about Sailor Luna, because I imagine when we got there in like three years, yeah. uh, it would be mind-boggling. But Sailor Luna is uh, when, on the live-action Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Tokusatsu show, when Luna turns into a little girl, because mm-hmm. they don't have Chibi, they have Luna turning into a little girl. Yep. Right. Yeah, we talked about this a couple of uh, weeks ago, I think. Uh, that's really weird. But again... Oh, yeah. No, everything about it is oh, really weird. But again, I think... Uh, you know what? I mean, to be fair... So uh, so I'll, uh, here's, where, here's where I will say... I, th- I still think she's black no matter what. But the, the possibility is open that her she could be retconned into purple because the example exists of the Marvel comics character, the beast. Yes. Chris, you know about the beast, right? That when he started, passingly familiar. Uh, when, when he started, he was colored, he was actually colored gray, but they specifically said he was black. Oh. Uh, and then when like in the dialogue of the, of the issue, they said, Oh, he's got black fur, black fur. And then eventually they shifted to blue coloring because they, again, they just did that when things were black a lot of times. But they still said he was black. But as the years went on, now everybody just calls him blue, a hundred percent of the time. Like there's it, it, it. He was never black. No one ever says, "Oh, you used to be black and now you were blue." They have all just accepted that he's blue. So it, like, probably if I had to guess, in um, Pretty Guardian mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, Luna is probably purple. L- Luna is well. Luna's a puppet right. in Pretty <laughs> Guardian Sailor Moon. Right. So. Yes, she's purple. But that's although I'm actually looking at it. Is it? She's got purple ears. Her her main fur is, I don't know, bluish black. It's sort of hard to she's, tell. But she's definitely more purple than she is in the show. That's fair. That's that's fair. Cartoon. I mean, yeah, it's actually really weird. She has very specifically purple ears and tail, from what I'm seeing of pictures, like a different color purple, like a bright purple, and the rest of her is. It could, it could be considered a purple, but it's a different. It's like a dar- duller purple. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is just a shoestring budget, <laughs> which is weird considering it's a Tokusatsu show and they usually get a lot of money. Sometimes, well, in most cases. So uh, I think that's that's going to be it for the episode. Um, <laughs> what it like? We can agree it's a weird one. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Totally. Uh, I don't think it was necessary bad. to watch. Well, I mean, Diana shows up. So again, if you if it's not like it's not like next episode they make a big deal about Diana being there, but she's just there. She's just sitting around. Right. So you'd be like, who the fuck is that cat? Yeah, that is very true. I mean, she's she's now a staple of the show, which is fine. But no one's going to make a big. She's not plot relevant. Not not going forward. She is now, but now she's just another friend for Chibiusa to have when she's not hanging around the scouts. One that doesn't fall over sick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> One that doesn't fall over sick over time. Exactly. All right. So, uh, yeah, like it's this. 
I was about to say this episode's fine, fine. but like it's real it's, weird. It's not fine, but it's a Sailor Moon episode. The weirdest Sailor Moon has to offer. This has got to be like close to the top of the not list. Not even close. I think it's fun. I I, I mean, I, I it's not like a super great episode, but I was like, oh, that was a good episode. Like I enjoyed it. Again, you have yet to get to the last season, so I reserve my judgment until you guys get there. That's fair. <laughs> so there. All right. Well, cool. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Artly. Uh, before we get out of here, can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Uh, yes, I am primarily on Twitter. I am at the only Artly, Artly spelled A-R-T-L-E-E. I post a lot of stuff on my Instagram. My Instagram page is television, T-E-L-L-E-E-B-I-S-O-N. So anybody who wants to follow me there can look at all my pictures of anime stuff and my random selfies and uh geeky comic shirts um i also hang around in the the discord that they made for you guys um i'm really in the discord so i i pop in every so often um because it's fun <laughs> and it's uh we get to you know joke around talk about stuff in there and i also have a few projects coming out soon fingers crossed uh mostly podcast and comic wise so uh, follow my Twitter, uh, keep keep an eye on that, and hopefully before 2018 ends, I'll have some more stuff up and running. How, how, is there is there like a specific way? That, I don't know Discord at all. Is there a specific way that people can get to that, like need to go to that? How do you search for it? How do you get on uh, that? I think there's a link that I forgot uh, that somebody posted, and I just clicked on the link and signed up. <laughs> okay. Mostly. All right. I'll have to relook at it again because, yeah, I just don't. And as a person who doesn't really use it, I don't really know anything about how it works. Gotcha. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. Chris, let's talk about the shows that he does because he does a bunch of them. He does our show, first of all. But he also does a show called, for example, Pokemon World Tour. Uh, Pokemon World Tour United. Hard Reboot. Cool Kids Table. Spectre. Uh, the Morphin Grid. Kingdom Smarts. Is that it? I, I don't know. I feel I like we got it. him. That's enough. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. You should check out all of his podcasts, or at least the ones that you want to. It'll be great. What a great segue. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, if you guys enjoy actual play podcasts where people play RPGs and Sailor Moon, which I assume that you do if you're listening to this, we just finished the eight-episode arc of our Sequinox story on The Cool Kids Table, which uh, was GM'd by Shannon Maynard, Cassidy Stone, former uh, guest, Sailor Business All-Star, was also a part of it. Uh, it's really fun. There's eight episodes if you want to binge them. I highly suggest it. I think it's very good, and I, I think you might like it too, considering you seem to be into magical girl stuff. Uh, as for me, you can find me by going to the-isb.com. That's uh, the Invincible Superblog, my old website, which is now my homepage, which will direct you to columns that I write online, podcasts that I record, and uh, comic books that I have written and co-written that you can purchase online or at your local comic book store. Uh, the Dark Hawk, number 51, one shot mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, mm-hmm. that Chad and I worked on, uh, that Kev Walker did an amazing job uh, doing uh, Pencils 4. Jordan, you edited that. Yep. Uh, that one's out, available in stores now. Um, the Sword Quest paperback is now available. That's uh, a book I'm really proud of that we did for Dynamite. Uh, it's uh, five issues plus a 16-page zero issue. Uh, a bunch of bonus stuff for 20 bucks. that's going to be available on Amazon and at your local store. So go get that one because uh, it's, uh, I, I think, a really, really 
good story that I'm I'm very proud of. Um, that's going to be it. Jordan, did you tell everybody where they can find us already? Did I miss that? No, but they're at Sailor Business on Twitter. It's pretty great. Yeah, and you can email the show, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. And that's that's going to be it, I think. That's all mm-hmm. for old uh, Sailor Business this week. <laughs> we'll be back you next week. make it week. sound like we're done forever. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're back next week. Bye, everybody. No, we'll be back next week with episode 134 of Sailor Moon, which is called Makoto's Friendship, The Girl Who Admired Pegasus. That's right. It's where we find out Makoto has a type. And until then... Keep your mind on sailor business. Ouch! Quit scolding, you bleached blonde! What did you call me, you top place on the worst dress list? I'm not nagging anybody, and the only ugliness here is in your heart!